0: Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, your host from the Red Hot Real Estate Show and super real estate agent licensed with Remax results, Miss Mimi Shoneman. Hello, Mimi. Good morning. I'm ready to move into this new season with you. It's you gonna are. It's going to have all kinds of adventures, I'm sure, going on here in the Twin Cities. Oh, girl. And helping us out with that, of course, our good friend and credit contessa, Miss Shelly Ferris is on the phone hello hello Shelly good Shelley. morning good morning I miss you ladies I was just gonna say there's something about your voice that just brightens my day Shelly it just so oh, does we need to sweet. we need to zoom coffee soon I, I put that Indeed. back in email yes so Shelly let's get your numbers out of the way please your NMLS numbers mm. Yeah, those yeah the business right uh
1: my animal three six seven eight two six and the company uh caliber home loans one five six two two
0: there are so many things going on right now, Mimi, because I saw some I, I see these articles in the news and then I just go, I'll just wait until I see Mimi and go, OK, how does this relate to me? Because we're going to cover a lot of things about what's going on with uh, keeping your credit up to date, because, of course, Shelly has all those things and how it really affects you as you're going into this new world of buying homes, because people, I think for a while, we're going, OK, in covid uh, reality. I'm not going to be able to buy a home. I can't move. I can't change. And that's not the case. There's just other things you need to put into play.
2: You know, I was just thinking about that driving here to the station. Mm-hmm. And Shelly, you chime in on this too. I just can't believe and am so grateful and thankful that, um, that things are starting to feel more normal and very, very active Correct. in the real estate and mortgage worlds.
1: Right, so we- Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. It's very active, very fast. Everything's fast right now don't you feel that way
2: i do I, I do feel like that um it was so slow up until i'm going to say may because people just we, none of us knew what what the heck we we're just kind of hanging and waiting exactly. and then all of a sudden people started to say well this is just the way the world is and so um i'm just going to go about my business the best i can and um thankfully uh we have seen just just remarkable markets right shelly
1: yeah, absolutely. Yes. Very. Yeah. And people are getting their houses and right. that it's so exciting to see, you know, then they're on the search and then they get them. It's, just great. And yeah. Shelley
0: and Mimi, one of the things I thought was most interesting about this is that, yes, we've only been dealing with this for, we'll say, nine months, but there were some processes in place already that we had not changed to. Like, we had the ability to do some of these things, but the the mechanisms weren't changing. And I think that's one of the things that we figured out as humans, how resilient we are. Like, we did have some of this technology, the ability to do some of these things, but we know people don't like change. So we weren't really rolling some of these things out and we're like, well, glad we had started working on that two years ago because now we have to use it every day.
2: I mean, imagine (laughs) if you will, that this would have happened. I don't know. 10 years ago oh my gosh yeah and we half of us had AOL not even half maybe what 10 percent of us when we were like you know or everybody was AOL and Yahooing it up but but if you if you didn't have the ability to work from home because you didn't have a computer at home or you didn't have
0: internet at home or you just didn't know how to do it yet even just how amazingly uh different our phones are in the last 10 years oh my gosh really gave us the ability to although we're, we're As we said, that socially distance, we have been able to stay in contact with one another, so that you can still help your clients, both of you, and figure out a safe way to still get all these things done, and still go. Here is how you give us the resources and the information that we need to get these deals done for you.
2: Exactly. You know, there are so many things that you can get done without having to see somebody.
0: Exactly. But who
2: would have thought? But it does take away from some of the joy. Um, of being able to you know and I was talking to somebody else I was talking to a realtor friend of mine in North Carolina and it really wasn't that very long ago that people used
0: to ride with you in right. your
2: car I and remember I did yeah. that
0: when I bought my townhouse years and years and years yeah. ago I sat around and my my realtor had a really nice car yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah but I did the same thing He'd I, he'd pick me up and we would go look at houses. But that
2: has slowly been changing even before COVID hit. Right. Um, I don't know why that is. I think that um buyers like to be able to have the private conversation with their significant person in the privacy of their own car. Right. Without me hearing every word that they say. Exactly. Um, which, you know, is good and bad, right? Because I could really use to hear every word that they say. <laughs> Are you
1: getting Oh right, right? Right. Because you could correct thinking or really understand maybe a different angle that they're coming from that you don't get the opportunity to hear now yeah
2: you know or just like their their questions so if you've got questions and you're talking to each other well i've got the those answers most right. most likely <laughs> so you know it's kind of like a third party situation i don't know what kind of weird things are you seeing in your mortgage world shelly
1: i am doing uh, so many more uh distance uh, loan applications than I ever did before, ever, ever, ever. You know, so um, Zoom calls, FaceTime calls, just telephone calls, taking information, talking. I used to meet with every client. I would say probably 85% of my clients I would meet face-to-face in the olden days. Nine months ago, as you said, Shanna, right. my jaw dropped. Mm-hmm. making all my land sakes, it's only been 9 months <laughs> right
2: right i i will say that um so many of the authorities are saying that 2021 is going to be a banner real estate year so if you are thinking of buying selling investing relocating downsizing or upsizing now would be an um phenomenal time to do it and as we're coming into october it is still very active but historically november and december people start to get the holiday brains and um that is historically a really good time to pick up some deals okay right, shelley that's
1: That's what people ask me all the time, you know, when's the best time to buy? Well, my typical answer is when it's your best time to buy. I mean, that's really, really, really it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have anything holding you to I've got to move by this time or whatever and you can pick. Yeah, this is the quarter of the year that definitely you can do better.
2: Yeah. And then, you know, people out there who are listening to the show, if you're thinking about selling, first of all, we want to talk to you because we may have buyers already in queue waiting for a property just like yours. So you can always reach out to us during the week at 651-578-2218. And let us know what your thoughts are, what your questions are. Um, we have been super active and we are going to continue with the credit simulator that you can text the word credit simulator that Shelly is providing to 651-578-2218. You can text all of your questions to that very same number, but text credit simulator and Shelly has a long list of people who have texted that and she's working through it fast as she can because she's got her little fingers to the bone.
1: Right, Shelly? I do. It's true. Yes, that's. Many people responded, and we're we're just about through, uh, caught up. Right. Uh, but, yes, we want, we want to extend this through the month of October because it seems to really have filled a need. And um, if you were hesitant to do it before, please don't be. Just text us. And
0: so I know she- we're going to cover a number of things, but I just wanted to go and talk about that credit simulator again real quick. And, and Shelly, one of the things I think is most interesting about it is that you say all the time, if you're working with um, a professional that says, I think, or maybe this that's not the right information. They should be able to tell you with some sort of certainty what you, right. you know, when you're when you're counseling them, you give them at least some sort of certainty that this will make this kind of impact on your credit if you do this. That's what the credit simulator does, right?
1: That's true. That's exactly what it does. Perfect description, Shannon. And shame on any lender who is going to use you as some kind of guinea pig or experimental credit Transaction. Do you want to be an experiment? I certainly wouldn't want to be. Right. So you put it through the simulator and with the best of the tech that technology offers, we, we uh, impose if this, then that. And yeah, we it, it's been very successful. It, it doesn't give you, I don't want to make it sound like it's a magic cure, right, but right. Um, it does give you very accurate information. And if we need to bump you 60 points, it will tell you this is what it's going to take and this is how long it'll take to get there. Well,
2: Shelley, let's talk about some of the some stories that um, maybe one story we've got a couple minutes before we hit the first break. But an example of somebody that you ran through the simulator, what one example of what you found and how that you were able to help them?
1: Well, um, I can give you a great example. It just happened um, earlier this week, I think, although the weeks are starting to run together. It might have right. been the week before. But anyway, <laughs> she had was speaking to uh, someone at the credit union, and um, they were giving her um, it, what she specifically said was they said, I think if you open a personal loan with us, say $1,000, and you pay us back $100 at a time, you're basically paying yourself back, I think that will boost your credit score. She was prepared to do that, but she called instead. And she spoke uh, to both of us, and she said, uh, you know, what What do you think about this? So we ran her through the simulator, and indeed, no, that was not anything that was going to help her. She already had installment debt right. set up. She needed revolving credit to be set up and it was immediately exposed when i ran it through the simulator the simulator said that if she would have done what the credit union told her to do she would have gained 4 points in the next 30 days versus what i shared with her to do which is not intuitively what you would think you should do is open credit cards but the simulator said to do so, and she's on the path.
0: Wow.
2: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fantastic. Very exciting. So when we come back from this break, we're going to launch into COVID overlays and rules with regard to student loans. So,
0: And we will get we'll also get to your calls. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Shelly Ferris and Mimi, Sh- Mimi Shoneman here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group at Remax Results. Also with us from Caliber Home Loans, Miss Shelley Ferris. And again, reminding you, you can take your, uh, take your calls at 651-641-1071. And as always, we have lots of resources on the website. A hundred percent. And so we want to tease you a little bit.
2: <laughs> um, we've got a really, really great opportunity for a house that just hit the market um that we're selling, and you can text 139 25678. So text one three nine six five four two, the number two five six seven eight, and you can peek at this house that we'll reveal right. in the next break. I'm excited to talk about it. This yeah. is gonna be fun. So shelly um COVID overlays, I right?
0: Mean, really? I know. <laughs> But I'm glad. Here's that the thing. Sounds like, it sounds yeah, weird, but I'm, it sounds like complicated. <laughs> but I'm glad that they're there because that means that we are instead of going, "Hey, we don't know how to deal in this scenario." Everybody just put your uh, heads down and we'll hope and wait it waited out. We're like, "No, we're going to come up with a strategy." And so mm-hmm. everybody, and I think that knowledge is power. The fact that we get to tell people, Shelly, here's what you need to work on. Here's how this works. That makes everybody's life so much easier because you're not lost in the wind. You know what you need to do, and you have resources now. So, Shelly, right. b- before we talk about the specific COVID <laughs> overlay, let's just
2: remind everybody who may never have heard that term before what an overlay actually is. Right.
1: Oh, great. Okay. So, uh, an overlay is what people, what uh, lenders put in place to guard against mitig- you know mitigating risk. Uh, a guard against any problems that might happen in your loan that the regular rules aren't accounting for. So, uh, for example, uh, maybe the regular rules don't account for the fact that year-to-date your income is lower, and maybe the regular rules say you have to average that income. just going to throw an example out here for us quick but it doesn't take into account the fact that we're in we're in odd times. So in this case, if you can document the furlough with the time that you were away from work, we can take that time out of the averaged income that gotcha. the guidelines tell us to use, and so the overlay actually helps us. Okay, so we, can, over, we can overlay better. is
2: better. Overlay is not necessarily bad right. in this particular it's not case. Not necessarily bad,
1: but it helps us understand what we're going through. Okay, so what, what are we going through right now? Well, what would a lender be worried about? Are you going to get money? Are you going to get income in the next three months? Is it is 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 a uh, uh, furlough imminent again? Right. Did you just come off one? And bam, you got one forty-hour week, and now you want to close. Mm. Those are things that make a lender go, oh, you make me nervous. Okay, But if you had the same kind of a situation, but the furloughed time was in the very beginning when we were all kind of caged up and we didn't have the releases of different businesses could find a way to work, then um, at that time, we didn't know where we were going to be here now. So, you know, it's relaxed. It's, it, and so we've understood that, hey, not all industries are going to be in a situation where they're not going to be making any money. We figured out how to work from home, kind of like what you alluded to in the opening. Shannon, right. People are using their home computers as their work computers now as never before. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they can work. They can be productive. I think a lot of companies are kind of surprised at the workforce Agreed. that they can trust them, if you will, to really get the work done. and, and
0: that's It's changing. And Shelly, it seems to me that as you're going through these things is that at first we had to just learn what the systems were. And now that we know there's a system, it sounds like your industry, a lot of what you like is you like as much certainty as possible, like knowing this mm-hmm. is what it is. So the fact that we have more processes in place and a little more certainty, it's giving you, your industry, confidence that you are going to be able to get these these payments repaid and that people can actually be in these scenarios. Is that right. part of what's helping? That's right. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, Shelly. kind of funny you even said it that way because mm-hmm. I think people forget that part. Like, right. we're the big bad lenders. It's like, well, maybe, but we're really just making sure we're going to get our money back. Exactly. So I don't right. I think that makes us bad. Right.
0: Agreed.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Shelly, uh, of the applications that you're seeing these days, how many furloughs are in there? would you say?
1: I would say a good 70% of the loan applications I'm taking right now at some time during this year have been furloughed. Okay. And so
2: if they were once furloughed, what are your rules and overlays with regard to uh, using what they have to qualify?
1: Right. So uh, Caliber, you know, we, we keep our own loans. So we will service you. So we know what risk, how much risk we're willing to take on. And that helps. You know, when you're a lender that doesn't know where the loan's gonna be sold to and what their rules are going to change to, they really tend to pull back harder than a lender who's gonna service their own. But Uh, So ours are, if you're back to work and you get two uh, uh, 40-hour-a-week pay stubs uh, before closing, we consider that you're back to work. Okay. we can document when those furloughs were, verification of employment, yeah, that's all we need. Good. Can you just repeat that, Shelly? Yeah. So let's say you were furloughed. Let's say you were furloughed. Uh, March 30th through May 30th. Okay, And so your pay stub year-to-date is going to look low. It's going to come up. Don't be an ostrich, Mm -hmm. right? Have the conversation with your lender. It's going to be low. But you're back to work since, you know, then or even now. We're all the way through September. Let's say you went back to work in August. There's no reason why you wouldn't be furloughed again. You've figured it out. We get those two thirty-hour pay stubs back to back, and you're good to go. We use right. full-time income to qualify you.
2: Okay. And so, what are you being able to do with the CARES Act money?
1: So, you know, that's not money that we can count on. Okay. Right? That's not if your year-to-date income for yourself um, includes that. We can't include that. Okay. Because there's no reason to consider that. That's going to for certain continue. Okay. And so just like any other income that we know is coming to an end, we can't use that income to qualify you. So don't count on that. You know, for self-employed, that makes it harder because a lot of them, that's what they lived on. That's what supplemented that income. So the self-employment really, again, you need to make sense of it. The self-employed income, we need to see And on regular income, too. But on self-employment, we need to see a pay stub or a payment or income deposited in your bank account within 10 days of closing. Gotcha. Well, if you're a landscaper and that's what you do for your self-employment income and you're closing at the end of November, it's not likely you're going to have a deposit 10 days prior to closing. Right. Right. You're not going to be there. So it's important to have these discussions with your lender, before you're under contract, don't think you're going to skirt by or they're not going to notice or because they're going to notice and usually when they notice is like, you know, 10 minutes before closing or, you know, 10 days before closing, like tight. Right. Right. When
2: you can move. So. Well, when we come back from this break, we're going to talk with Shelly about student loans and COVID overlays. And We're also going to real, reveal a
0: really cool new property. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. We also appreciate however you listen to our show. And we remind you that you can get this episode and previous as episodes as podcasts. Just go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword red hot.
2: Yes, and speaking of something that's red hot, we have got a really great opportunity for some lucky listener. Um, We have a beautiful twin home in Oakdale, located at 6548 23rd Street North. Now, this is a three-bedroom and a two-bath. It's been beautifully updated, but the thing about it, it's got no...
0: Association fee. Zero. Now what's the difference if I'm just using terms? What's the difference between a twin home and a duplex? Well, you
2: a duplex, you that's a very
0: difficult question. Right. I'm sorry. I didn't I, mean to like yes. step in it, but I'm looking at it, I'm just wondering. It'd be similar. It'd okay. be similar. Yeah. Okay. But a duplex, uh, yeah, there's
1: a nuance. you, yeah, a you nuance. can help me out here right. if you want. But anyway, the duplex you're gonna own both sides. Oh, uh, with the property. Yeah, the twin home. You own your half. Yeah, gotcha. Thank okay, you. So thank that, you. That's kind of at the legal description difference. Yeah, was.
0: and so, so even though you have that shared wall in the middle, you only own from that wall to like the, yes. edge of the edge of your side of the yard.
2: Yes, and so the beautiful thing besides the no association fee and the fact that it's nicely updated is the fact that the backyard looks like it belongs to a mansion. Right. (laughs) Okay. So you have this enormous fenced backyard that looks out into a private wetland. And it is uh, amazing. I'm not even kidding you. Amazing. And talk about a great investment opportunity. This would be great for somebody who uh, wants to upsize, downsize, somebody who wants to own it as a rental Really good opportunity. Great location. And to get more information, you can text 139654. 139654- to the number two five six seven eight. You can also always call us about it six five one five seven eight two two one eight, and we'd be happy to show it to you. It won't last long. It's right. priced at only two twenty seven. Wow! And it is. I couldn't believe that price. Agree. Should we I go higher? My jaw dropped. You suppose That's we should go amazing. higher. Okay, I'm not going to put you on the spot right now. But if you
0: want to <laughs> calculate a
2: quick payment for people, that would be awesome.
0: Because <laughs> I looked at okay. it and I was just amazed that we were able to get this and 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 have it set up that quickly and a lot of times when we're talking about the average prices in the Twin Cities area the fact that you're right here in Oakdale and you didn't have to go any farther than that and got that price that just seemed amazing I mean
2: if you think about the location to that Mm -hmm. that location is so good right you can get to Roseville Mm -hmm. Minneapolis St. Paul you can go to Hudson everywhere you need to go within 30 minutes right so so good a three-bedroom two-bath Two car garage with a phenomenal backyard, only 227. So don't hesitate. Give us a call. Yep. Shelly, did you calculate a payment for us? I didn't, but I will do it on the break. Perfect. I will do it on the break. When we come back, I'll have that payment ready. Perfect. I can guarantee cheaper than rent. <laughs>
0: Definitely. Yes. There's well, also no remind, doubt about it. If yeah. you missed those numbers, go to our website, uh, mytalk 1071com keyword red hot. We'll make sure that information's there as well. Okay, Shelly. Well, let's talk a little bit about these student loans
2: and the COVID, okay. how, it, how it affects them.
1: Right. Okay. So um, when the, the CARES Act was passed, uh, part of the CARES Act, you know, there was the, uh, you couldn't, uh, oh, what do you call it, uh, evict anyone. Right. There was, You know, uh, uh, you could be forbear your mortgage. There was all kinds of different elements to it. And One of the elements was that you could put your student loans in forbearance. As a matter of fact, the government didn't even kind of come calling. Like they just boom, put you on forbearance. Like even if you didn't ask them to, they did. If you took them up on that, and you're not paying your student loans, and quite frankly, who wouldn't? In the case of a, of a student loan, I mean, that was a, pretty much a no brainer. Right. Every, everybody took them up on that, especially if you know you're a server or somebody who you know really relies on obviously their income, and you couldn't make those payments because now you're not serving. You're in lockdown, et right. cetera, et cetera. So, uh, as a lender, then. The rules kick in, and in government lending, if uh, you're doing an FHA or VA loan and you're not making a payment, so you're in deferment or forbearance, the rule states we have to use 1% of the loan amount for uh, the payment. Even though you're not making a payment, I need to use that in my debt ratios against you. So... If you, let's say, condensed your student loans maybe to one big one, maybe you've got one big $75,000 loan. Right. I now have to use $750 in a debt line on you that you're not even making a payment on, but I have to consider that for your payment right now. So, boy, that's a big one. Exactly. That's something that people don't think of. Or if you have three $30,000 loans, now, right, I've got to come up, I've got to hit you with those payments.
0: Because so, you're going, well, you know, I'm, 30, they told me not to pay them. $300 payments on each one. Right, yeah. and they were like, they told me not to pay them, so I'm okay. Right. And now you're going, right. I'm held against it, though. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So we combat it. We don't, we're not an ostrich. We've said it a right. million times on this show. We bring it up. And we talk to our lender about it. If you do a conventional type loan and you're in repayment, so make that payment, get into an interest uh, uh, IBR payment, they call it. It's the smallest payment that you can get approved for. It's the income-based repayment program. You have to send them a pay stub, send them a W-2, teeny tiny payments compared to the big 1% that I'd have to use. And get close on a conventional loan. So the government loans are the ones that have that 1% piece against you.
2: Okay, so for somebody who is entertaining the fact of a government loan versus a conventional. Typically, the issue is, is it credit? They, they don't have a high enough credit score, so that's why they're choosing that option?
1: Right. That that has a lot to do with it oftentimes. Maybe they've had a credit stumble in the past, you know, maybe a bankruptcy a few years ago or a foreclosure three years ago. Because remember, your government loans will let you do a mortgage sooner than a conventional one will. Right. So um, that's oftentimes why people go the FHA route. Uh, occasionally, the mortgage insurance is lower on okay. FHA than it is on conventional if your credit score is low. So FHA won't hit you so hard then on the mortgage insurance part. There's all kinds of strategic reasons we're now finding FHA loans to be more beneficial than. Conventional. So, but you gotta address that student loan piece. Don't forget it. Don't let it bite you in the end.
2: And are you seeing a lot of people coming in that this is affecting?
1: Oh my, yes, absolutely. It's when we when I have my initial consultation, we go through the credit report. If you're working with a lender that never went through your credit report with you line by line, again, I'd say shame on them. But right. that's that's information that's so valuable and you really need to be walked through so you understand how your credit report looks to lenders that's that's part of my education process that i take people through the good the bad um, and the
0: ugly though like you really do do a job of like (laughs) well here's something you did that was great but here's something that we need to work on to be able to get this done efficient for you efficiently for you right now absolutely
1: absolutely yes i well, you know, Shannon, right. I pat you on the back for the stuff that you do, right? And exactly. we address the stuff that you're not. But right. I don't take you to task. No. I don't shame you or anything. Yeah.
0: And you're actually very honest. Like I know from experience that she's very honest and she'll go, this part is cool. This won't help you if you do this. But here's what I need you to do. You know, to be mm-hmm. able to do this, if you want it done for this rate and this, um, in, in a, this close by this time. Here's what I Mm -hmm. need you to do. And that's what you want a lot of times is I just want to have the right information so I can plan and structure my life to do what I need to get done because then we all win. So let me ask this
2: question and maybe this is like the elephant in the room, but you know, how do you even pick a loan program if you haven't gone over somebody's credit right. report? Right. You know, how, do you, how do you even say? Is that just like you've got a little bag in your desk and you go like, let's just draw for, for what program that might make right. sense for you? You know, what you the know, heck I
1: think is what that? What happens is that people go in for consultation or or on the phone or they apply, you know, oh my buddy used you, so I'm gonna use you or do They apply. And the loan officer, I think, oftentimes just gets back to them with what you're here you go. They don't talk about options. You know, they don't talk about, you know, what's your timeline? If we wait two months, then this is what your credit score will be, and now you're better qualified for this type of a program. What's your ultimate goal? Right. I don't think, I think a lot of times that isn't addressed. And maybe it is, obviously, not in those meetings with
0: their clients,
1: but... From the people that I talk to, they're they're not getting that kind of attention, and it's one of the times in your life when you get to have that attention. So call it out. Okay, so
2: we were all three talking during the break about how a hallelujah moment when your student, the day that your student loans get oh paid goodness. off. All three of us, it was almost like a, a muscle memory. Right. We were just like, that was the best day. I remember ever. I took yeah. pictures. I sent oh. them to all my
0: friends when I got that letter. Yeah. I was like, it oh. was like freedom, hallelujah! Right,
2: and yeah. everybody feels that. So Shelly, for folks out there that have got student loan debt and granted it is nothing like what you know mine was back in the day because I I guess I'm
0: starting to be a dinosaur. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) I call Um, myself self funded, so I didn't have a lot of student mm -hmm. loans either in comparison to what we have now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I
2: don't know. That crazy town having to pay the some of the things that I hear. But like for instance, what are some of the strategies, Shelly, that you're giving to folks with student loans? And I'm sure you see balances Six figures
1: anywhere up to
2: that or more?
1: Yeah, oh, yes, yes. I I see a fair number of people in six figures, actually, really, because, you know, a lot of people started college, maybe didn't know what they really wanted to do. They knew they needed to go to college, they didn't know what to do, so it took extra long, and they didn't have the funds, so they took extra loans. Right. You know, they went overseas, and no one told them that that was going to cost that much, or, you know, I, I hear all kinds of different scenarios of why their student loans are so high. But, you know, I I find that the the couples that really kind of... Okay, so I had a couple that came in about six months ago. Good story. They both had large student loans. They were in the market to purchase a home, and he was in the construction industry. So they purchased a fixer-upper on the low end of the market during the winter, kind of like what we were talking about in the opening, Mimi. They fixed it up, they... And the equity that they were able to gain, they took out an equity line and paid off their student loans. Well, mm. now, why is that a good thing to do? Well, the payment's a lot lower, I can tell you that. Right. They And the interest on that home equity line is tax deductible. So now you've got basically a student loan that's going to be paid off faster that's tax deductible.
0: Right. And I think that's always another reason why we suggest that you talk to an expert, because if you're I look at this and and I've learned a lot from hanging out with you and Shelly, where you're looking at how can I set myself up to build wealth and to be set up generationally? This is important, you know, and having this information and going, here's why it works in your best interest to do this versus just hunker down and just stay the course. This actually helps you go, oh, I'm going to be better positioned 10 years from now. than if I just kept sending checks to the same people. 100%.
2: 100%. It's mm-hmm. never always just about today. Right. It's about, you know, wh- where do you see yourself going? So yeah. I talk to folks about this stuff all the time. You know, are are you at a point in your life where perhaps a, an elderly parent might have to move in with you and you've got to think about stairs? Um, you know, is this enough right. space in your house if you have a baby? Right. What if you just get a whole pound of dogs? You know, where are you going to put them? Right. Is that going to be allowed? <laughs> mm-hmm. What if you want to start like a, a grooming baby? business in
0: your basement what if the association says no or even if you're working like i know i've had to make some some changes and do some remodeling based upon the fact that i work from home a lot more than i did and so maybe you're like well this isn't really set up for me to be in it as much as i am now and i think a lot of people are in that position where they're going well i was only here six hours like hey I worked all the time and hang out with my friends now I got to be in this house all the time oh I need to change and that color <laughs> is killing exactly. me exactly yeah right <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: not right. looking at it again <laughs>
0: right
2: <laughs> well so Shelly when we come back from the break it's so funny mm-hmm. I'm getting texts right now about our wonderful house to yes. say I want it
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if you're in on it man don't delay right. people are reacting but it's not a dream it's not a dream you're listening to the red hot real estate show and mimi i know you were getting some uh text already on that house that we were talking about over in oakdale so it's not a dream it's a dream property though so you need to move quick if you're interested in it
2: and and shelly yep. our resident mortgage expert with right. caliber home loans she did her wizardry. <laughs> wizardry yep and tell us what the payment would be for that fabulous house I I can't even hardly
1: say it with a straight face. It's $1,282 per month. That includes taxes and insurances, and that's with only 3% down payment.
0: Wow. So all those things that we said, well, you have to have 20%, you have to have this, those have-tos have changed so much. Right. You know, all these preconceptions we had about have-tos are just not the case right now.
2: Money, money, money. Exactly. What I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Right, Shelly? Honestly. And they can call you right now to get a pre-approved for it. How do they call you? They absolutely could do that. Call her her right now. Exactly right. Yeah. And I'm looking at
1: it. 612-839-6918. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And
2: she's got her phone in her hand. I can see her because we're FaceTiming. (laughs) <laughs> right. Don't pick the phone up or I'll I'll drop you. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> right. give, it'll go. Yeah, so go it'll go to voice. It'll go to voicemail and then we'll pick it up immediately afterwards. So give, don't, her, give her. Give Don't take it personally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay.
2: So forbearance on mortgages, we talked a little bit about that. We talked a bit about the student loans. What I would like to talk about is what you're seeing for our self-employed folks and and yeah. what you're able to do to help them.
1: So you know, self-employed is challenging. Because on a regular W-2 employee, you can look at a current pay stub year to date and say, okay, you're, you've made this much, you're short this much year to date, or you're right on year to date. We have something to measure the income against. Right. When you're self-employed, you don't have the luxury of that. You know, pay nope. stub every two weeks
0: well, let's just to say- show
1: me in the easy manner how much you
2: make right so like miss shannon here yes. our, our professional jack of all trades in the right in the you know she does a little tv she does
0: a little radio <laughs> right. she does a little right. stand, yeah. up. A little auctioneer a little this yeah. there's a lot of little things that all add up yeah. to a career but yes. it's a bunch of little things she's a, she's a genius a, <laughs> a jack
2: of all trades <laughs> thank you but she's got a lot of 1099s right mm-hmm. and so let's just say that her primary gig What is your primary gig? Uh, Mostly comedy. Okay. Mm -hmm. But say that, you know, her, let's just say her voiceover work. Right. Maybe she lost one voiceover client that was paying, I don't know, let's just say $1,000 a month. Mm -hmm. And can she go and become a pig farmer and make up that $1,000 a month? Or does she have to be a a voiceover replacement?
1: It's a great question, Mimi, because... Self-employed people think of income as income as income as income. You know what I mean? They, you don't think of it like a lender would. As right. I oftentimes tell underwriters, people don't live their lives like an underwriter's looking over no. their shoulder. Okay, so work with me here. <laughs> right. But so so no. It's the simple answer is no. You can't use the farming income uh because it's not the same it's not part of it
0: now and i what fell do into that same thing i that exact shelly you know that happened exactly to me but listen, you had to talk to me about we it talked to we talked about cute pig farming boots oh, one exactly time. i'm we all did. like but i'll just branch out <laughs> and you're like nope you need to stay in your lane and get some more money in that lane i can't get new yep. lane i had to get the same right. lane Shannon Paul, yep, one the landscape architect. That's what it was. <laughs> right? It wasn't. Oh, it, was. it wasn't pig
2: farming. She was going to get a basket and get up in her yard and trim her trees. I'm and like, I okay, okay, well, you got
0: to get the right gear for that, which I yeah, did right. have. Now, Mimi, uh, we can talk about that later. Mm-hmm. I bought those um, uh, chartreuse. Yeah, I bought, <laughs> no, I got because you know you didn't know this, Shelly. I bought a mini chainsaw, and then we'll get back to this whole thing. And so oh, Mimi's the one. Wow, to- there's a story there. Mimi's the one that told me <laughs> I needed to buy chainsaw pants and gloves, so I did purchase those Mimi just you know I listen to you, you know, when you talk. So. Man. <laughs> I'm so flattered. Yeah. But really. Shelley, it does make a difference where you go cuz we had this conversation where technically although I made more money last year, some of it was in ancillary businesses. So that part of my business made more, but the primary one made a little bit less. So I had to hustle and like change my taxes and do a bunch of things.
1: That's right exactly. And and that's what we're going to as a lender We're going to use your taxes. So Mm -hmm. we're still going to look in today. If you were buying a house today, we're going to look at your 18s and 19s, and we're going to ask you for a year-to-date profit and loss statement, Mm -hmm. and we're going to look on your bank statement to make sure you've had a deposit in the last 10 days. That's how self-employed works right now. In the springtime... We're going to take into account your income from 2020 and what you reported on the government to the government on your tax returns. So it may be more difficult to buy even in the springtime than it would be to buy today if you are self-employed because of the fact that we're going to have to use unless they look just as good as other years, unless you're able to change course and, you know, have it be similar enough to your regular Self employed income, but I think most people are going to find that their incomes from 2020 self employed are lower. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen.
2: Okay. So, what are you seeing right now with regard to people really struggling? Um, because I believe that I'm going to have to dust off my short sale manual right. and get caught up on those horrible, horrible flashback memories that I have. You know, working with folks going through short sales is. For me personally, I can say was just heart wrenching. It right. was it was it's painful, so mm-hmm. upsetting and painful and hard for everybody. But I'm I'm concerned that we're going to see some of those things coming up in the spring. What are you seeing now, Shelly?
1: So uh, not seeing it yet, but I agree with you, Mimi. I, I do think, and I've, I've had this question actually a lot from from buyers about you know should I not buy now? Should I wait? because I think there's going to be foreclosures coming. I don't think you should wait. I'll tell you why. We don't know what interest rates are going to be if we quote-unquote wait. And uh, we're in the fifth year of a listing drought in the Twin Cities. It's going to take an awful lot of short sales and foreclosures to fill that void. I Right.
0: If you
2: think about just the reverse of that, how long it took us to get through how much inventory we had. I mean, I swear to you, when I first got my real estate license, if I didn't show somebody 100 houses – before they made a decision because it was like wow. choice overload right it was like but, but there's more fifty thousand dollar houses coming up um you know I, like oh right but, but, but yeah it took like i don't know eight years to get through all of that inventory correct
1: right then, right yeah that yeah that was then absolutely I um, see. you the, know i i guess i did i don't know really really what that part is all going to hold for people. It makes me nervous for them. Right. I'm hoping that we have more government programs to help bolster people and, and keep them in their homes or put them in a position where they can sell yeah. yes. without having to take a hit. Uh, but the self-employed piece, it's, it's, it's a challenge. So make have a strategy.
0: Let's if talk you're about thinking that, about okay.
1: buying in the spring, talk to a lender today. So you know what to prepare for right yeah.
0: right and
2: what everybody is saying in my world and i think everybody's world is to really examine what your expenses are and cut that out mm-hmm. all the extra stuff that you don't really right. need that you don't
0: take advantage of assess those things and call it down right it's just for, right and maybe just temporary so like you're 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 saving now <laughs> So you can be better positioned later. Yes, mm-hmm. and get get that work towards getting that six
2: month of reserves that you need um, to just yep, to help fall you,
0: back on, help right.
2: you in yeah. in tough times. Um, so, Shelly, what more can you tell people about this credit simulator well, special? We've got two minutes before we hit the break.
1: Fantastic. Well, you know, I it, it, it's such a great tool. I, I use it all the time for clients. Most lenders have it at their uh, fingertips, but few will offer it up to you because it costs money and my company is willing to help you with this. So that's why we're offering the free special. But watch your credit, guys. Okay? Through this pandemic, watch your credit. Don't forget to keep that score where it needs to be. Make your payments. If Mm -hmm. you think, oh, I'm just going to skip this payment, it takes so long to recover from one missed $25 target bill than it does to just pay it. Yep. Just pay it. So don't forget your credit.
2: Um, so people can get that credit simulator by texting the word credit simulator to six five one five seven eight two two one eight and Shelly is working through uh, getting back in touch with folks with those. And that's a three hundred dollar value, right, right Shelley? It is, it
1: absolutely is, because it costs a certain fee per trade line per bureau so the cost goes very quickly when you're running this simulator but we're here to help
0: right so let's give your mobile number out please Shelly so people can get a hold of you again real good
1: 612-839-6918
0: and the best way to find you Mimi you can get me at 651-578-2218 always appreciate hanging out with all of you ladies and if you need more information again go to our website mytalk1071.com keyword red hot